in a world in search of streaming guidance. Two mild-mannered wannabe film critics bring you their reviews on the latest streaming releases. Nerds by art and heart. This is Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan. Coming to you from Los Angeles, California. Hey, movie fans. Welcome to the show. I'm Eric. And I'm Ryan. Hey, Ryan. We're back. Hi. Hey. <laughs> hey, we have a movie to review. Uh, we're going to break down that review into categories uh, and go through them. Uh, after that, we're going to rate the movie with our Reels rating system. And then lastly, we're going to check out some entertainment news. Ryan, how's that sound? Sounds awesome. All Let's right, get into cool. it. All right. Let's get it. Let's get it, get it. All right. Currently, <laughs> currently sitting at 51% on Rotten Tomatoes. All right. Here's a list of stars. Starring Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, Jermaine Fowler, Leslie Jones, Tracy Morgan, Kiki Lane, Wesley Snipes, James Earl Jones, John Amos, directed by Craig Brewer. This, of course, is coming to America. You must heed my words before I'm gone, my son. Now, you will be king. But the throne must pass to a male heir. Hakim, it appears you have a son. He must be found. Prepare the royal chant. We are going back to America. Oh, hell no, your majesty. Come on. I'm back. Say it again. Feel right in this mother... Feel good in this mother... My whole hood in this mother... All right. Our favorite IMDb summaries. Broken down into a sentence. The whole movie. Here it is. The African <laughs> monarch, Akeem learns he has a long-lost son in the United States and must return to America to meet his unexpected heir and build a relationship with his son. Yay. They could have just said the yeah. sequel. <laughs> <laughs> well, sort of sequel, I guess. So, Ryan... Yeah, Ryan, this, uh, the original movie sort of uh, is close to our hearts, I suspect. Mine and yours. Uh, we grew up oh, yes. watching this movie many many times so of course we're gonna have lots of feels lots of thoughts and uh i guess we'll start with the trailer what did you think when you first saw the first clips the first trailer of this movie uh when i first saw it i think i had the same question like everyone else why now um (laughs) it looked like it was a good idea maybe about 10 or 15 years ago but uh, I was still looking forward to it. I was hoping that, you know, it was going to be something watchable and that, you know, hopefully they didn't go too crazy with the sequel, especially this late after the original. What did you think of the uh, the trailer, though? I mean, did you what do you expect? What were your expectations after watching oh, the trailer? My expectations were uh, a, a comedy. Let's see what what happens. And. You know, I just wanted to see how the story was going to develop. The whole that he has a long lost son. I was wondering how. And, you know, it, it's just a lot of interesting. It's a different take that I wasn't expecting they would do. Right. Well, w- w- when I saw the trailer, I was a little worried. Um, I, I rewatched the original and I watched the trailer again. And um, it didn't feel as cinematic as the as the original one. The original one felt like a cinematic right. movie. This one, this one felt like a little TV sitcom ish. You know, it had yeah, the, exactly. It didn't, like it a didn't special, feel like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it looked like to me. Um, but I, I was I was hopeful because his his last movie w- was Dolomite, and that was fantastic. Did you see that one? Right. Yeah, I love Dolomite. That cracked me up. Yeah. Yeah, Dolomite was a little like, um, fl- you know, a little flash to, you know, to the past of, of like the Eddie Murphy, like a lot of yeah. us remember. Right, right, right. He was playing more characters that were a little risque or a little different, but it was still yeah. playing characters. 
Yeah, yeah, but I was still prepared for the worst because it still looked a little, a little more family friend friendly, nutty professor. Totally. Yes. Kind of a movie, yes. so I I was definitely guarded. You know. Right. Same. <laughs> right. So, you watched the movie, and what did you think? Um, after watching the movie, I felt that it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It did totally become a family friendly thing. I think you can tell that it felt like uh, from the TV show, the writers were there from Blackish. It just felt like an, a, a new TV special, like updated with the cast. I didn't see it like how this could work in a movie theater, like to be keep people that happy about it for a trailer. But as a special, I could see it working. And I think with it being also on Hulu, kind of makes sense. Like it, they are known more for TV than movies. Amazon. Amazon. So I wasn't. Oh, crap. Amazon. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. So then never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the same thing. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's free. I mean, people have. True. It yeah, is free. Yeah. Yeah. And this to same me would have been like with. a. It could have been like a free special, like a TV series special on ABC or something for the for like, you know, everyone get together and watch. And that's the whole point of this. Like, it seemed like it was a free movie, not something that you would pay for like a cinema theater. But it was still enjoyable. Like, I, I think um, it it's not as bad as people are casting it out to be, but it's also different than what, what people expected, clearly. Yeah, I'm I'm with you 100%, man. This did not feel like a sequel. It was more like a, a celebration, you know, with special guests, yes, a, a reunion exactly. show kind of a thing, which, uh -huh. which, yeah, which I agree with you. I mean, it was enjoyable. It was, I liked it, you know. And um, it was like a, it was like a watered down version, like you said, basically, you know, the, it, it, it went more family friendly. It lost a lot of its edge. Right. Um, I think Akeem and Sammy were playing like it seemed like they were playing characters of uh, themselves. You know, Eddie Murphy and Arsene Hall were playing characters of themselves from from the original movie. It, it didn't seem like they were continuing those roles. It, it was almost like you know, like you said, it's a TV TV special, or maybe they were doing like a, a SNL skit where they were playing those characters, you know, in a skit uh -huh. or something. Right, that's what it right. felt like, like to me. Like, yeah, like they were in on the joke also. Kind exactly of other, it, I guess, right yeah yeah it was nice to see a lot of those old characters again and it um was. yeah 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 the comedy was fine you know that it, it, it you know there's some funny parts you know it wasn't as totally as, exactly uh, and that's yeah. what surprised me too like it wasn't as like cheesy or as lame comedy there was actually some good funny parts right right it was a little predictable though because it was you know kind of a rehashing of the same story yeah, um, yeah, just uh, you know, a little differently. Yeah, but overall, I mean, it was like you said, it was enjoyable. It was a, it was a, it was a celebration. That's what it was, more than anything. <laughs> right, exactly. Like yeah. uh, it was nice to see all the characters come back. Some of them I kind of thought was like, eh, like the Freddie Jackson thing at the end was kind of like, all right, a little bit much. But I wouldn't, I would have mind seeing them maybe like in a quick commercial or something like that. But for him to be like the actual special guest and everything, I thought was a little bit much. You mean Randy Watson? What? Yeah, Randy Watson, not Freddie Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like the, the Randy Watson part. You did? You liked him coming out at the end? I, I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. See, that was a little predictable for me. I was like, oh, here he comes. Like, he had to show up. Like, I, I don't know. I thought yeah. it would have been more of a quick... Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I thought the whole thing was a little predictable, though, so... I don't know. I, it was predictable. Yeah. It was predictable, but they 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 made it fun enough to you know, so it's not too cringy. So it's just you know, right? I, it, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I noticed that there wasn't much cringe with this yeah. kind of sequel, at least. Yeah, and and we, I was waiting for it. weren't you waiting for it? Where you're like, ooh, is this? Oh, totally. <laughs> Yeah, like, what is it going to happen now? Like, is this where they screw it up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Like, it, it was, it was actually pleasantly enjoyable. Like, I, I think the the new writing you can tell is still there. There's a lot of fresh stuff. Um, yeah. It does compare a lot to Blackish, the show, and I, that's mm -hmm. the vibe I get from it. Which I do love the show, mm -hmm. and I think it's great. Um, but 
I just think the type of comedy are a little different between the two. Like I, I would, I was expecting Eddie Murphy's yeah. type of comedy to be a little more raw, harsher um, yeah. than the blackish family sitcom, you know? Right. And there's a lot of like comparing old movie to new movie. It's like, Hey, remember, uh, yeah. The flash in the eighties. <laughs> yeah. And then, right. you know, today is, is completely different. You know, I, I don't it's know. It's like, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 The, the, the world didn't stop in Zamunda. Time kept going. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Best character. First up, best character. Ryan, who'd you think was the best character? Uh, for me, the best character, I think the best main character that was new, I loved Wesley Snipes' new character. I thought it was kind of funny. He took a yeah. interesting take as a general, and it was. Yeah. I, I thought he provided some uh, humor throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked Arsenio's uh, new witch doctor character that guy was cracking me up every time he was one of my favorites like when i would see him and then like he would spit on him yeah or something like that yeah like i thought that was funny. yeah really funny and yeah even yeah, tracy that, morgan that, that's fun yeah everyone right? did good yeah yeah but i mean i was surprised with like arsenio bringing in that new character and actually uh baba was his something. name yeah right baba right yeah i love that guy yeah <laughs> he was cracking me up yeah, but it's interesting that um, Wesley Snipes came aboard. I guess, I guess it was a, it was the carryover from Dolomite. I mean, including the director, the director, um, oh, uh, Craig Brewer. Yeah, uh-huh. he was a director from from Dolomite also, and uh, they brought those, okay. those guys those guys along. And I think it was, yeah, I think it was probably good good that they did that. It worked well. Yeah, they worked really well together. That's what I noticed. Like on screen, they just look really. You know, one, two, I don't know. I, I really like seeing them together. Maybe it's the old school reunion of, you know, two great comedies from back in the day, like Major yeah. League and Coming to America. But Oh, there you um, go. Yeah. But, but it was nice to see them uh, play off of each other. And I thought it was yeah. really good, especially with the end credit scenes were funny. Yeah, Wesley Snipes does have those comedy chops. I forgot about that. You, you always think of him more as an action guy. But yeah, he has comedy chops. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone is just used to the blade and, you know, him being the action star, but his, his comedy is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Major yeah, league is such a good pull. Is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, f- my best character was, yeah, so who was uh, your favorite character. <laughs> it was, uh, our pretty much every Arsenio Hall character, except for Sammy. So all the, uh, the, the barbershop, uh, guy that the, the yeah, barber, exactly. Reverend brown baba like like you said uh-huh. i love all those guys i love that they brought him back and he played them like perfectly perfectly you know to a t basically right. he, he just went back in time and he and he played it exactly right which which yeah that he pulled from awesome the, nostalgia yeah. yeah yeah those are awesome i love those guys yeah i, I don't yeah, think the way I he did to me huh I said I don't think I have any more to say. I just like those guys. You just like those guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the way he played Simi is kind of he like in the in the original he was a little more um, contradicting to Akeem. Like he wasn't as submissive or yeah. bowing down towards everybody. And then this one it seemed like he turned into that. And it was nice to see like him get his little flare back when they start fighting with the daughters and everything. Yeah, but I, I just wish he would have kept that attitude the whole movie. You know, with that kind of semi, like that was the semi I remembered. You know, snarky, right. little smart mouthy. Like All right, yeah, like good. Gorilla's balls or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Worst character. Let's then go into the worst character, and I'll start this one. My worst character okay. was Arsenio Hall as Sevi. <laughs> <laughs> See how that led in? Nice. Great lead. (laughs) Yeah, everything Uh, that you said, man, I think he he lost that edge from the original. He was it felt so much like he was just like an afterthought in in, in the whole thing. Exactly. 
Yeah, the original, he was Akeem's partner. You know, they played off really well. They were like a yin and yang, like everything that you're saying. And mm-hmm. it, I think that was completely gone in, in this movie for the most part. He turned into sort of like a, an annoying friend, I guess. More of a servant, yeah. Yeah, like an annoying servant. Yeah, yeah, completely lost his edge, as we were saying. Um, th- it's it's probably not his fault. He was probably like written that way. And I, I think... True. The, yeah, the way the way you know proof of that is is looking at his other characters like we were talking about earlier exactly you know, they're all so uh, strong yeah exactly yeah. yeah and then this one just he just came out with like his uh, he had a lesser role for sure so i think it was written that way and not not i guess not his fault but yeah he, he i wish he would have been more um a bigger part of of of, uh, of the movie yeah I, I I I agree. I think his uh, character could have been a little done a little better. Um, for me, one of the worst characters were though um, Wesley Snipes' sons in the character, son in the character, <laughs> <and> the daughter. <laughs> like, yeah, I just yeah. didn't get their whole placement yeah. in the film. Like I get it. Like the son was like five minutes in, and, and it's just annoying. Like if they should have maybe developed it a little more or yeah. something. I didn't get it. Like it just seemed like they were just thrown in there just for tie-in you know yeah and and i thought that was just a little bit of the distraction other than you know arsenio semi being different now but yeah it seemed like they they could have had a a bigger role and it could have been funny exactly yeah Yeah. like something at least uh, the what's it called tiana taylor she did have a decent uh scene yeah where she had to stay there you know after after she was told to stay there and i was like (laughs) okay at least that's kind of in relation to the old, you know, throwback. Yeah, funny, a callback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The scene. All right, the scene. Ryan, what did you feel was the the scene of this movie? The scene. It's hard to pinpoint because it, it's there. I don't think there's really much of a scene that makes the movie. It, it, this is where I get the episodic feel like it was more of an episode or a special because it yeah. was a lot of callbacks to the original just rehashed a little different like told maybe even from like a different perspective or like the opposite sex so yeah. it wasn't really a big scene that that made it i thought there were a bunch of um funny scenes throughout that just kept the movie floating as much as it could um yeah. but i i really don't have any specific scene that I would go back to just to specifically watch. I mean, I did love every moment with uh, the Baba character, you know, or the Reverend Brown, the old school guys hanging out. Like those are great moments, but I don't think those moments don't make the movie as a scene. Right. 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 I think I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, But the only thing that really stuck out to me that made me like was like felt like I was watching a show, you know, like really wow. like good entertainment. What were the musical numbers? Were the musical parts? So, you know, like during the funeral, sure. you had En Vogue pop out yeah. of nowhere. That was surprising, and then Salt and Pepper came out and Gladys Knight and all the dancing. That was really good. I really liked all that stuff. It was really entertaining. I liked that too. I thought that was really cool. Exactly. Yeah, that could have been really bad, but they actually did a great job with that. Yeah, they really paid a lot of attention to that. And then also at the end, I, I know you didn't like it as much as I did, but the Randy Watson, the Randy Watson part of the, <laughs> at, at the end when he came out and then everybody just, um, you know, all the characters came out and did like a big celebration of like the movie, yeah. you know, like 30 years and stuff like that. And I don't know, I was good. I thought that was great. Everybody had like a little line there's a little little jokes here and there and and it wasn't like cringy it was just i thought it was all well done and very happy and very joyous and i liked it yeah i'd agree the jokes were definitely not cringy at all they they flowed and they went nicely with the movie and and it, it didn't hold anything back and that's what i like seeing as well worst scene now the downside of the movie the worst scene um, I'll start with this one. Um, my worst scene was the runaway marriage scene with the Lavelle and Marimbe when they uh, decide to run away together and go to America yeah. and take the whole family. It just it just didn't make sense that I mean, they 
technically, I mean, they, they, they haven't known each other for very long and already they're talking right, they've about only leaving. had a couple instances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure yeah, they like each other but <laughs> yeah it's, and then it and they seem like going to America is like a drive <laughs> a drive away but it's like you got to go to the airport man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to you got to go through customs. <laughs> yeah, and then you got to Right. And they they're just going to let you take, you know, take the plane I guess with nobody else knowing. I don't know. It just, it just seemed a little far fetched. Yeah. And then once they get there, right away, the first thing they do is go to like find a church on a Tuesday. I mean, no, no, no uh, preparations really. Just drop their stuff off. Yeah. What's the rush? Home <laughs> and yeah, and then and then Akeem just happened to show up, you know, at the right time. I mean, he probably took yeah, like, like the, con- where they the are. Concord or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was that was a that was a bit of a stretch that whole that whole section there. So yeah, that I thought that sort of took me out of the movie for sure. I did like though. Yeah, I did like the Reverend Brown the Reverend Brown appearance though. That that's the only thing that sort of made right. up for it. Yeah, I, I agree. That's that's what totally did make up for the nonsense. At least a way to bring him back. Um, and yeah, I definitely think that was very far fetched. The way they just threw everything together in the middle like that um for me i think also i didn't like the way it was introduced that he all of a sudden had a son and we never even confirmed if he was if that was legitimate you know it was just well they did that's hook true. up you know so, yeah so i, I guess that's it kinda, like, took me out. yeah like oh done yeah, deal you know here's a prince <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, that's they, the part that, that, that took me out yeah yeah, that could have been hashed out a little differently. Yeah, or at least exactly. a little bit more That's fun. I, I was, yeah, and I was hoping that they would kind of like introduce it that way, like a little funnier rather than uh, he got high and they hooked up. You know, like that was just kind of <laughs> okay. I guess, like I don't know, it just seemed really thrown together. Yeah, I think they could have. Yeah, they could have hashed that out a little differently. I think I think it was it was the the right direction. It was an interesting premise, but uh, yeah, I think exactly. the uh, yeah it, the execution. I think they could have hashed it out. I think they it could have done. They, they, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. They could have gone about <laughs> it like uh, yeah, no, like they could have gone. On, yeah, see now I have it. <laughs> they could have gone with it a better way. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The message. The message, Ryan. What message did you take from this movie? Now this is an open-ended, so it's not next. You don't have to be literal. <laughs> well, I think on this one, it's the same message from the original. Um, remember to change. Remember to love. Try new things. It just—I don't know. It was, it was the exact same message from the original. That's why it, it didn't really phase me any one way or another. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I took it as. Um, Eddie Murphy is sticking to his uh, family-friendly guns. That's that's what I I figured. He likes that family-friendly sort of space, and I think he's gonna he's gonna yeah. stick to it uh, as much as he can. I mean, he he did like you know we we're talking about earlier. He did revert a little bit in in his last movie um, with Dolomite, right. but to get uh, a little more yeah. raunchy again. Yeah, but he just he just brought it back. Uh, it, but there was a few raunchy parts, so. It was uh, there's a bit more of a balance, but he's sticking to that family friendly gun, those family friendly guns, man, for sure. Um, so hopefully, hopefully at some point though, maybe we'll we'll get we'll get back to the little bit edgier uh, Eddie Murphy, and uh, maybe uh, we'll we'll get something more yeah more exciting. I hope so. There's those rumors that he's got that stand up coming out like any yeah. time now. So hopefully that's going to bring out some edge that can translate more into film again. And that would be nice to see. You know what I did? I rewatched the comedians in cars getting coffee with, with uh, Jerry oh, Seinfeld and Eddie Murphy. Seinfeld? Yeah. 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 And I rewatched that with Eddie Murphy and yeah, he does talk about wanting to do stand up again and them just, just going back and forth was so funny, man. Yeah, you, you, right. you, he pulled a lot of that old Eddie Murphy, I think, out of him. <laughs> and hopefully we Definitely. get to see more of you that. Can, yeah. 
Yeah, and you can see that it's still there. It just needs to be brought out a little more again. Yeah, I guess it needs to be the right situation or something, or I don't know. That also, too. You know, time and place. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully we get some more. The Music. All right, moving on. Next up, The Music. I really like The Music. I thought they did a really good job. They really thought it through. Yeah, as I mentioned, my favorite parts were like the musical numbers with the with the Gladys Knight and Salt and Peppers and and uh, and Vogue. All that stuff was great. And the, on the all the dancing and the yeah, they just did a really good job with all that. Um, nothing seemed really forced. Everything was placed nicely, you know. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you got a lot of that awesome nostalgia from um, from the I guess the early 90s right because that's or the 80s 90s yeah it seemed um, like more lean yeah it seemed like more early 90s but the movie was in the 80s so that's the yeah. part that kind of threw me off a little bit but i was like well you know maybe they listen to that through their time or whatever yeah but i think they're they're playing to their audience because you know that we're we're too. sort of yeah we are the audience and and we remember those those songs like you know definitely <laughs> yeah that, that's the stuff that we grew up on, basically. Yeah, so all that was really appreciated. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought the music and the musical numbers, everything was done excellent. Like, usually those scenes are kind of cringy or they're they're a little just not done well. And, and in this case, it was done very, very well. Everything was presented nice. Like, even the, the En Vogue and the Salt and Pepper thing that we keep talking about actually made sense because it was nicely done in a royalty-type setting and everything was just on point and yeah and the music was just and you yeah you'd expect you know huh? people like that to go all out you know you, you'd expect the king to go all right. out and get all his favorite artists and whatever so yeah totally makes definitely sense. yeah it, it it didn't seem like it was something out of the ordinary yeah very good the looks all right the looks art directions uh, the cinematography, the colors, everything, etc. Ryan, how did this movie look to you? I thought that was excellent. Uh, there was a bunch of color, which I love seeing, like so much uh, cinematography back and forth between Africa life and the city life, or Zamunda and the city life, and just the differences in the rituals and what people wear. I thought everything was just looking fantastic. Like, I, that's what was one of the appealing things to me about the movie too was how well they were able to carry the two different types of feels with those uh looks the city and you know uh zamunda and i just love seeing it like it was really cool yeah agree everything was very colorful and very polished from the sets to the wardrobe all the greenery the uh the the landscapes the uh, outdoors, everything looked great. I agree with you. Um, yeah. we, we didn't get a lot of that um, rough New York look from the original one. Looks like it was um, right. Yeah, they pulled that back a little bit, which which I, I wish they would have done a little bit more of. But I mean, it's it's everything was fine. Um, yeah, everything was good. I don't got too much too much to say about it, other than it <laughs> it, looked, it looked nice. <laughs> the All right, moving on. The end. Do we like how this movie ended? Let me, I guess I'll start with this one. I thought it was very, you know, I guess sticking with the family friendly, it was very vanilla. You know, it wasn't, there's a yeah. lot of, there's a lot of drama. Um, exactly. Yeah, uh, I guess the, the general, uh, Wesley Snipes character, the general came um, towards the end. I guess when Akeem was gone, going after his son trying to take over and I did I did like how the girls were able to to kick his butt and um yeah. I thought that yeah. was cool yeah yeah but it was a very family friendly butt kicking <laughs> exactly <laughs> I, felt, I felt like yeah it was very sitcom yeah yeah but but it was fine I, I like the idea I, I like how it how it turned out but it, it just wasn't very it wasn't very cinematic I don't think yeah um, like I think uh that <clears throat> that attack or whatever was that's the part that seemed a little forced because it's kind of like uh 
okay, if he's trying to take over, you'd think they'd be a little harsher on on him and yeah. make sure like he's he's wiped out as a threat, you know. Yeah. That part did seem a little that that's the part that bothered me, I should say. You know, that about yeah. the ending. Yeah. And then and then after that they all become friends, which is weird. Hey, I know right, you tried to right, which uh, is like you try to take over my land, you try to take over, you know, my people, but hey, we're still cool. My daughter beat up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we're cool. Yeah, yeah. I, it let's, was let's party. <laughs> yeah, let's party. It was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, but the the celebration was great, which I, we, I mentioned before, and you know, it was fun and funny, and that that's that. I think that was my ending. Not that, not that weird. <laughs> that weird yeah. battle or or, or uh, fight scene at the end. Yeah, it just seems like that's one thing that got thrown in there that didn't really need to be excluded. Like, I get it. I love seeing them kick ass and everything. Maybe they could have kicked ass somewhere else. But the whole battle between each other and then being cool and then battling each other again was just kind of odd to me. Like, it just didn't seem like it fit that well. Yeah, yeah. And and like we're talking about, those are sort of the things that you get from a TV sitcom where it doesn't make a lot of sense. But you got you right, know, like you're just you got like a certain amount of time, so you got to make it work and make it work as yeah. You got to wrap it up exactly, <laughs> and I think that's yeah. So exactly, that's a, that's what they did. They wrapped it up as quickly as possible, and hey, let's get back to celebrating. Yeah, exactly. It's like hey, it's better when everyone's united. So let them fight real quick, and then we can go back to party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the, the the party scenes are the are the funner scenes to shoot than the fighting scenes. Exactly. Definitely. They're also funnier to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Would you watch it again? All right, next up. Uh, would you watch this again, Ryan? I think it's a good question. I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't purposely watch it again. Like, oh, let me go run to it. But if it's on, like, I wouldn't mind hanging out and watching it, you know, checking out a few scenes. Maybe even sitting through the whole thing again, I wouldn't mind with someone that hasn't seen it. It's not something to where I don't ever want to see again, like the last yeah. movie. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. But exactly. it's, it's I, I'd want to. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Yeah, if it's on, it's fine. Someone wants to watch it. Yeah, let's let's check it out. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'd watch I watch the first one a lot more times than I'd watch. The, I'd watch this. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The first one's actually the original. Yeah, the original exactly. one's a classic, man. I mean, even, you, you know, I was talking about um, uh, the comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. He actually talks about John Landis, um, the director of the first one, and Trading trading, uh, trading Places. Is that trading what it's called? Places. Uh-huh. Trading Places. Yeah, yeah trading director places. Of, of both and Coming to America. And he, he says how he's like his favorite director and how how much he admired him. So yeah, I think it was, it's uh, that's, it's uh, no coincidence that those movies came out so well and yeah. they're like classics. Yeah. All right. It's rating time, man. Okay. So our rating system, we base it on reels. Uh, so we have one to six reels. One reel is garbage. Two reels is not good, but I guess not garbage. Three reels is eh, it's okay. Four reels it's worth your time because it's four reels. Uh, five reels is great. Six reels is a perfect movie. Drum roll, Ryan. What rating did you give Coming to America? I'm gonna go with three and a half. Yay! It's almost uh, worth the four reels, just so you're in the know and caught up and can catch up to nostalgia. But at the same time, it's not as needed. Uh, if you're, if you're a big fan of the original, you're not missing out anything by, you know, not watching the sequel. So I think that's what makes it not a four reels. Like you got to go watch it. But if you enjoy the, the actors in the movie, then you're not going to have that bad of a time. Yeah. I'm about there. I'm right about there. Just with a little change. I'm going to call it a four reels. I'm I'm going to call this a four reels movie only, only with the caveat that um, you have to know what you're getting. If, okay. if 
you know, you, you watch the first movie, you love the first movie, and um, you know this isn't going to be technically a, a traditional sequel, but right. you, you're still going to have a kick watching um, everybody back and, and seeing everybody in those roles again. And, and like you said, it's enjoyable, it's fine, and it's, um, it's four rails if, if you know where you're getting. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I mean, if you're a big fan of the old nostalgia and you know what you're getting into, then yes, it's definitely watching for reals. You're going to enjoy yourself and it'll be a nice callback to, you know, the originals. But as an original, like, you know, you have to go watch yeah. it because this is something you haven't, haven't seen. I didn't feel that way. Yeah, it's not a standalone movie for sure. For sure. All right. We're not done yet, Ryan. Ooh. We got a little bonus time here. Let's get into some fun facts. All right. All right. So did you know that um, back in February 2021, New York Times um, did an interview with Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall, and they said originally they wanted um, Tracy Morgan as Eddie Murphy's son. Wow. No, I did not know that. Yes. That's funny. Yeah, they really wanted him in that role, but um, I guess they figured out that the age wouldn't work because they're, they're, yeah, really close they're a little age. too close in age. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, just, it just wouldn't work. But um, I don't think I would have liked that movie as much if it was uh, Tracy Morgan as his son. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I... I mean, it's not that Tracy Morgan's character was bad at all in the movie. I thought he was funny. I just wonder, like, how much more that looked like it could have led to a uh, dangerous route with all the craziness. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tracy Morgan is definitely is definitely a character actor, and um, playing his, you know, his like, uh, you know, his his, um, I guess, just his that char- yeah, his yeah, his stick his yeah. stick that he plays. I think yeah. I think that that'd be hard as a one of like the main roles for the for this movie. Yeah, it might get tiresome after a while. Yeah, yeah, because it's all shtick and, uh-huh. and uh, sort of like skit, skittish, you know. Um, yeah, it's just acting. outlandish, crazy talk, like out of yeah. nowhere, like loud, you know. Right, right. You can only do that so many times. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, here, let me look at this one. Ah, ah, yes, yes, yes. All right, next fun fact. You knew this one too. Um, the all the palace scenes were actually shot inside of uh, hip hop stars Rick Ross's uh, house in Atlanta. Yeah, he's got he's got a big house, man. Even his backyard. Yeah, they said he had like he he had like he has like three hundred acres or something. So wow, good on Rick Ross. Damn, three hundred acres. Yeah, that is a, a lot. lot of, <laughs> yeah, a lot of land out there in I, uh, Atlanta. Well, that is true. I have heard that. Yeah, but that that house, uh, that that palace that he has is just gorgeous, like beautiful, totally done. And yeah, that was a cool fun fact to know that uh, they used Rick Ross's place to film and, most of it. And he had a he had a little cameo. Did you see him? I think he was part of the the general's crew. I thought that was him in the back. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't want to like jump to it. Yep, that was him. That's cool. Good on Rick. All right. Uh, one more fun fact. Um, so the way the the sequel came about, um, Eddie Murphy actually wanted to, to make it into a play. Oh, which, really? Which completely ne- makes sense. I mean, if you look back at the film, it sort of um, it, it it sort of goes that way. I mean, it's sort of structured as a play. I yeah. Think, especially with you the can numbers see it that way. Totally. Like that. Right. 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 And so I guess he was trying to pitch that and, you know, it fell through. And then um, Ryan Coogler, um, um, famous director from um, Black Panther, yep, actually tried to pitch Eddie Murphy an idea for the sequel originally. Mm-hmm. But Eddie Murphy did not like his idea. But that actually got him thinking, thinking more about actually making uh, – making it himself going into it yeah yeah developing the 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 movie himself nice that's cool i got i found out something too that was interesting um did you know that uh louis anderson 
his role wasn't originally uh, Eddie Murphy didn't want him for that role. That, that, oh, that I was did more see- of a studio call. I did see that. I did see that. Uh, Arsenio Hall was talking about, um, I think he was in an interview with um, Jimmy Kimmel, right? Saying uh-huh. how, how uh, yeah, they, they had to cast a, a white actor in, in one of the roles. Yeah, and, and that it's funny to me, though. Like, uh, I always wondered how uh, Louis Anderson came across that role and stepping yeah. into, like, Eddie Murphy's world. But to know that the studio <laughs> is actually the reason behind it kind of makes more yeah. sense now. <laughs> makes sense, yeah. But just just going back to this Ryan Coogler, um, how, uh, what type of movie do you think it would have been with Ryan Coogler at the helm instead of um, Eddie Murphy? Black Panther 3, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we would have gotten uh, a, a more of a sequel that, that we, were, we were talking about earlier, more, than, more a sequel than, than a celebration, I think. And I think Eddie Murphy didn't yeah. want to go that route. I think he didn't want to make it serious. I think he just wanted to make it fun family. Exactly. Yeah, I think Coogler would have gone more serious route with it, tried to make it a little more maybe dramatic or add some drama scenes into it. Because yeah. um, I'm not too familiar with Coogler's type of comedy, so I don't know how that would have played out with him and Arsenio and you know the whole type of cast. So. I don't know. I would I would love to see what the script looked like or what the idea was, but I think um, from what came out of this, this was a right call. Yeah, yeah. It's Eddie Murphy's. You know, it's it's his baby, so he could do whatever he wants, and he did a good job. Exactly. Exactly. All right, that's it. That's the movie. But Ryan, we're not done. Let's Oof. get into some stories, man. Keep it coming. Let's get into some entertainment news. Nice. All right. Uh, I only got a few here. (laughs) I don't have a lot. (laughs) Got me jazzed up with that singing. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Sorry. All right. This uh, this first one you actually sent me. Ah. So there's, uh, is this happening for sure? A Superman reboot with uh, J.J. Abrams. That looks awesome. I can't wait for that. Yeah, finally think, we'll, uh, go ahead. we'll get some we'll get some uh, Superman with some heart actually. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, you know, other other than the TV series, right? Yeah, no more emo Superman, hopefully, and then uh, we can have. And I love having JJ behind uh, actual comic book movie with Superman in it. It's, I think I'm so excited for it. I can't wait. Okay, they said uh, says in the story that um, they're not sure if Henry Cavill will return. Right. I hope he That's doesn't because guaranteed. I hope he doesn't, man. I I, I think we just need a, a brand new take on it. I mean, I did I do like Henry Cavill as an actor. He was great in The Witcher. Um, yeah. He they didn't give him enough to do in 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 his Superman movies. I don't think. I agree. Um, they didn't develop. The Clark, or, or I guess the character of Superman, enough. But um, in this case, I think I think they, na- they need to start fresh. Yeah, and and at first I was back and forth with it because I do love Cavill as uh, the current Superman. But if they're gonna go start over again, they do definitely need to start fresh and maybe even go younger. Um, yeah, that's a good because call. Because it's just it's yeah only because it's just so been so long since the last superman we've been sitting here wasting years waiting on it i think just to start fresh now would be a better idea with someone new someone younger get the story going and you know get everybody back into the movies and enjoying life again yeah i just don't i just don't like how there's a tv superman and then there's going to be a cinematic superman it's, it's just it's yeah there's a lot bugs, it bugs me so much i mean I, I like the tv shows i think the tv shows are awesome but it's it's it just bugs me how that there's two different ones because it just means to me it's like it, it seems more like a cash grab or whatever it makes it seem like a cash grab exactly than, than really doing well on on the characters and and doing well on the comic fans i agree and to me like the only way it would work when they have the tv show and the movie is since now the popular thing is uh multi-universes tie that in somehow you know if they can tie that in like real quick then i think that makes it a cool thing for tv viewers and movie viewers that gives them something to where they can both appreciate and like so hopefully they 
kind of do that because uh, I don't want to have a overkill on Superman, like watching him on TV, watching him in the movie. Then we start to compare which one's the better one, yeah. which one's better written, and it, it just gets annoying. Yeah. Yeah, then it waters him down. It waters him down a bit. Exactly. If we, Big if time. we have more than one, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but that that multiverse stuff, I mean, turns into a cop-out, you know? And oh, totally. I don't it's still a cop-out. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, well, it's the multiverse. I mean, even in, in, in WandaVision, like when they were talking about that with uh, Quicksilver, with Wanda's brother. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. They they wrap it up pretty nicely. They they explain it in the uh, in the finale, which I won't spoil for you. But they they, they explain it, <laughs> they explain it, so well, you're fine. So they explain it in, in, in a pretty good way. They wrap it up nicely. Again, freaking Marvel, Marvel doing better than DC. No surprise there. Yeah, yeah. See, and that's what always attracts me about Marvel. It's just the storytelling is always so much better, and everything is just nightly, nightly, nicely tied together and you know presented in a way that makes sense and digestible for everybody to appreciate and like all right moving on uh space jam ryan did you see the uh the new space jam um stills yeah i'm i don't know i think this is just coming to america the cartoon version (laughs) uh, (laughs) you know ryan cooper's callbacks Ryan Coogler is a, a producer on that one. Oh boy. Okay. Well, we'll see what what could happen and then. See how he does with a new. Um, I did. I did read. I did read a quick synopsis of of what this okay. movie is going to be like, and it has something to do with um, in the movie LeBron's son um, being some sort of like a programmer, and then. Um, I think being recruited by Don Cheadle, who's probably like the bad guy in this in this movie. Right. Okay. And he gets um, they get sort of like sucked into the internet some way or, or like the um, some sort of system, I guess Tron like. Yeah. Um, but they have access to a lot of uh, Warner Brothers uh, uh, characters or IP, which is interesting. So okay. it sounds interesting. It sounds very modern. It's not a yeah, original rehash. Techie. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't sound like a rehash of, you know, space 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 monsters coming, you know, coming down battle for yeah. Earth and stuff like that. So it it could be interesting, man. I'm 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 intrigued. Definitely intrigued. I do want to see what how this comes about as especially with uh, LeBron attached to it and now that I found that you say Coogler is also a part of it. It's nice to see what uh, what he could possibly do with the old product to bring it back new and to try something different in family friendly and uh, possibly comedy rather than his usual action and drama. Yeah, well, he, he's not directing; he's just producing. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. But I'm I'm hopeful. I think I think it might be okay. All right, I, we were going to talk about WandaVision, but you haven't seen it yet, so we'll skip that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> we're, we're skipping that. We're skipping that to um, any movies that you've seen. Uh, anything you're watching? Because I got something. So while you're thinking, um, I'll start with mine. Uh, a okay. new movie came out. I know I texted this to you. It's called Moxie. It's uh, directed by Amy Poehler. Uh-huh. That's right. It is. Yeah, it is. It's, a, it's a super fun movie. It's great. It has a great message. Uh, girls in high school basically um, fed up with the sexist, toxic status quo, and just rebelling. Man, it's a it's a good like inspirational, fun movie for girls, and it's basically a badass high school movie for 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 girls. Huh. All right. Nice. I didn't watch it unfortunately. I'm gonna have to check that one out. Yeah, it's got a good. It it's got a funny like the. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's got a good um, uh, punk rock soundtrack, and it's it's fun, man. That's what I was going to say. It definitely looks a lot of fun, and it looks like something that, you know, it would be a nice day movie to pass the day and enjoy. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's on I'll definitely give it a watch. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's definitely a cool girl kicking ass movie 
Moxie, right? Moxie, yeah. Nice. Ryan, All anything right. you've seen? Anything you've seen recently that you want to talk about? Yeah, actually, on uh, Apple TV, I stumbled across Billie Eilish's uh, "The World's a Little Blurry," oh, and that, that was a decent watch. Yeah, it was. It was good. Uh, it was a good documentary. Like I thought, it was nice to see—not nice, but it was cool and interesting to see like her coming up and like just how she comes up with a lot of her stuff. Not that it hasn't been widely known before, but to actually see it documented and work in progress was, I thought, really cool. And I thought it was like, if you're a fan, you're definitely going to enjoy it. It's it's a whole bunch of her and getting to know her personally, and it's a good watch. Like it's a it's a fun little watch just to see and get into the know of what's going on else out there in the music biz. Is she is she a Southern California girl? She is. No, I didn't know that. I had a yes, feeling, sir. but I wasn't sure. Oh, interesting. So good watch. Yeah, good watch. Good, definitely good time to pass by. It is about two and almost two and a half hours, but it's, it's it goes by smooth. Yeah, it's I mean, there's music, too, so it's not like it's right. all boring. Oh, OK, cool. I sh- yeah, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it. That's the show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Ryan, thank you for all your insight and your beautiful voice. Well, it couldn't have been done without your support and your constant, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's just fun. It's always fun like always. (laughs) All right, man. So I think next week we're going to be doing Cherry starring Tom Holland. Should be interesting. Apple TV. Yeah, that one's getting a lot of hype, a lot of good action. Um, I can't wait to see it. It's going to be good. And then we also got a little bit of the Justice League, too, to talk about, since that's going to be coming out with Zack Snyder. Yeah, sounds good, man. All right. We'll see you next time, everybody. Bye-bye. All righty, guys. Bye. This has been another episode of Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan.